0: Listening to The Catalyst with Samantha Chris, where we explore the inner workings of embracing the unknown, from ordinary daily habits to extraordinary measures. Get ready, we're about to ignite change and inspire action. Today I'm joined by Sandra Ronaldi formerly a 20-year marketing executive for the biggest independent live events promoter in Eastern North America. Sandra completely switched gears to fulfill her life's purpose. Back in school at 41 to earn her double certificate in life and health coaching, this was also a journey of self-discovery. Today, she coaches on what she says is the baseline of happy living, self-confidence. From working for the biggest touring artist to working in her home office with her clients, she wouldn't change a darn thing. Sandra, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Samantha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored to be on your show and meeting you for the first time.
0: I know. We've seen each other a bit, and it's nice to actually get to chat. And it's kind of interesting that a podcast episode is the first time.
1: (laughs) Uh, Right? I know. We're both from Montreal. um, And it's not, it's a big town, but it's still small. And the circles are kind of, you know, we, we, we could go around the same circles, but we've never met. So it's very much a pleasure.
0: Likewise, here we are. And I'm super thrilled to have you on and really pick your brain uh, selfishly almost about your change in career identity. Because if anyone has tuned yeah. into to one of the last episodes, I have taken a major leap myself. It has been a major shift and I know that it could be exhilarating and horrifying all at once so I kind of want to know mm-hmm. what has that been like for you?
1: I mean, like you said in the at the top of the podcast, I worked for rock and roll for 20 years, which can sound so incredibly like a dream job and it was for a lot of the time I was there. I mean, I've seen countless concerts, I can't even count them. I've been so fortunate to be around super creative people, uh, marketing over 1500 shows a year, being a founding member of Oceaga Music and Arts Festival, which is like the biggest music festivals in Canada. Wow. Uh, um, Yeah, so it's, I got to do morning radio for five years with a segment called Free Ticket Friday. So my name was really for 20 years, Sandra Rinaldi from Avenco. It was, mm. it was my name. Um, so it's pretty wild to kind of become a household name when you're a non-celebrity and people recognize your voice when you're in a store. Um, it's, it has its, such, its perks, you know? But in the end, um, when the business became more about the business than actually about the passion for music and live entertainment, I started seeing a shift in myself. Mm. Um and what can appear to be the most incredibly fun challenging awesome job to the outside eye quickly became such a place of dread for me. Um so yeah, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. No <laughs> Absolutely. kidding. Absolutely.
0: No kidding. Yeah. So so tell me in those Moments where you're kind of like, oh, this no longer resonates. Like, how long did you stay yeah. there?
1: I would say for me, it was the last three years were really difficult where I started being super self aware. And as coaches, you know, we talk about self awareness so much because it's the beginning of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, when I started really listening to myself um, and paying attention to what I was feeling, what I was going through, how I was dealing with things at the office, I started just really realizing that maybe this wasn't my future and maybe being unhappy is not forever and it could be something different. But like a lot of people, you know, you can stay stuck, Um, stuck in a space because of fear. Like you, you said before, it's so scary to think for me, like leaving such a secure, well-paying, well revered job and company, fear of like who I was going to be if I wasn't that person for right. 20 years. Like since I was right out of school, I was this one identity, um, one evolving role, one industry, one company. So who I was without all the things that I had always been, like who was this person? even if I was unhappy, the fear was so strong that it took me a long time to get to a point where the insecurities slowly started fading away and the vision for myself started getting stronger and stronger. So it was quite a journey. Yeah, like the last three years was the beginning of discovery of what I was going to turn into in the end. So much of what
0: you've just shared, I can resonate with on such a deep level and i think there are a lot yeah. of people who get entangled in their professional identities they become one yeah. with that role with that title and in your case i mean like it's not average these days for someone to be at the same company for 20 mm. years and yeah. and you say that over the course of 3 years you you know and, and as you made this shift that that fear slowly started to dissipate but what did you do to get to know yourself better, like who you were outside of that title?
1: Yeah, well, if, for me, the journey was really about feeling things that I had never felt before. That's how it kind of all started where, you know, if you're waking up every morning, um, really unmotivated to go to work. So that was a telltale sign that something was going on. Because I had never felt that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really always super happy to go to work and super motivated. But as the um, as as the time passed, it was like a few days, then some days, then every single day. And when you can no longer align with the values of the company, and you realize that, that's another telltale sign that something's going on. So, and like really not even enjoying your work anymore, and feeling like your contribution is not at the right place anymore. Mm -hmm. So for me, those were all the signs that led me to start thinking about what do I really value? Who am I really as a person? What do I like? What do I don't like? What do I lean towards? Who am I as a person? What do I, what's my purpose in this life? So all of, of these questions that I kept asking myself, like, why am I feeling like this? It's not I didn't used to feel like this. Like, why do I feel like this now? And what is this, where's this bringing me? Brought me to a point where we parted in 2019. And that's when I really, really started my journey of self-discovery. And I entered my own coaching journey journey. And I, I really discovered that my passion and my purpose for life was really to help people like what I had been through get unstuck because the other side of that is so incredibly fulfilling that you would want everyone that was feeling like I was before to enter a space where you're just thriving.
0: Right. And so what types of ways do you see people getting stuck?
1: Well, I think people, I think for me, really getting stuck manifested itself in fear. Mm. And I think, I think for most people, it's just being uncomfortable or you're so committed to the life you have and the habits you've created around your life and yourself and your job that leaving that security, leaving that belonging, leaving leaving that very comfortable place is challenging. It's it's so scary. I don't know if you, you like. I'm sure you've lived that with your change of careers. Like it's scary to like think about what the future looks like when it's completely unknown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. For me, it's helping people through that process of figuring out the path towards the other side.
0: And what are your thoughts on purpose? You know, you mentioned through this journey of self-discovery, you really got clear on what your purpose was. And this has been a real trend for me the last few weeks in particular, because I just feel like it's heavy, you know, it's heavy to, to identify if you haven't figured it out yet. And I, and I think it keeps people stuck, you know, talk about being stuck. I think that big question mark of what am I even here for? If we don't have an immediate answer, I feel people get really hard on themselves and prevent themselves from taking the little steps that will help them even, you know, not even figure it out, but just advance to just expand as a person. And so, what's your opinion on purpose? I mean, we know that you've, you've found
1: yours, but how, how do we navigate yeah. that when we don't know? Well, that's an f- excellent question. And for me, it was really wanting to do the work. Um, it's so important if you are ready to figure that out, to understand that It's not like a light switch. You'll have aha moments in this journey of asking yourself questions, being really self-aware and walking towards where you really belong. But it is a journey and it's a lot of self-reflection. It's a lot of um, work. It's a lot of habit change, a lot of mindset change, perception change. So finding your, your purpose is really, and I like, I love the word journey. I know it kind of maybe sounds cliche to a lot of people, but it is. If you're walking towards the path of unknown and you're asking yourself all these questions, then it's really being honest with yourself. Like, it's it's scary to be honest with yourself sometimes. When you say like, sometimes you don't really want to hear the answer. Oh yes, because it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna take you to a, yeah, it's it's gonna take you to a place that you don't necessarily want to go. But I encourage everyone to go towards that place, even if it's scary. Just face it and see what can come out of that. Because like you said, it's about moving forward and being honest with yourself and being self-aware and asking yourself the right questions will move you forward and closer and closer to what that is.
0: I mean, there are so many people I know, I mean, that are immediately top of mind who are afraid to embark on that journey and and really no disrespect. Like, I get it. I've been there. And it's not comfortable and it's not something you want to do or want to prioritize because there's a very real possibility that it will cause a ripple effect of other discoveries and changes that you need to make in your life and that in itself you know can kind of keep us feeling like well no we're just fine right here thanks
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely like people I always tell people like being comfortable is not necessarily what's good for you Mm -hmm. it may feel like it's comfortable but are you happy and then it's like you it's like that's the question like you feel comfy because your pole of belonging security safety and love is what you know right. but is it good for you and is it making you happy those and are the hard questions
0: right happiness is something that you talk a lot about that you're very passionate about yeah. and enabling people to live happily with self-confidence. How do you, how do you help people integrate
1: more happy into their day? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the hurdles that I faced um, really changing career and in my life in general was really facing my own insecurities. Like when I left my job in 2019, I had a lot of insecurities to face and nobody would even think that the thing that's funny about self-confidence it's it can be so easily portrayed but not it's not really what exists within you people will say all the time oh my god you look like you have everything together like everything Mm -hmm. is so amazing and perfect but deep down inside it's not the case so when I talk about honesty it's that kind of honesty and dealing with my own insecurities like are people gonna think I'm good enough to be a coach Mm mm-hmm Are people, am I going to be what people need? Are people going to believe me or even listen to what I'm saying? Am I going to be inspiring? Those are the things that I had to go through for myself in my journey to be able to work and guide people to do the work on themselves. And for me, everything is really about that deep belief in your abilities and your capabilities of doing anything and making decisions that feel right for you the basis of life. like Being confident enough that when you make a wrong decision, or if I could say you make a decision that you didn't exactly expect the outcome that you intended, Mm -hmm. to be able to forgive yourself and keep moving forward. And you know that you're going to be okay. Just know that you're going to be okay.
0: In your opinion, in those moments where the outcome is different than you've intended, yeah. as you mentioned, but you have confidence yeah. in your ability either to bounce back or to learn from it. Is that what yeah. contributes to happiness? Is that what will result in a happy life?
1: Absolutely. You know, learning to forgive yourself is huge. People cast judgment not only on other on others, but a lot on themselves. People are so hard on themselves, um, and it really. Learning to be understanding, compassionate, and curious about yourself, your decisions, and being able to forgive yourself and move on definitely contributes to happiness because you're not stuck. You keep moving forward. There's hope. You see in front of you it's hopeful and you know you got another chance at it. I love
0: it. So I wanna dig into your particular journey a little bit more here. You- yeah. You're talking about self-confidence and getting unstuck, mm-hmm. and some of the hurdles that you had to overcome. Yeah, and one of the things I find so unique to your story is that, like you mentioned, you were this household name. You were mm-hmm. well known. You brought a lot of credibility and clout in your industry. And now,
1: mm-hmm. in yeah. an industry
0: where, you know, there there are a lot of coaches, and to stand out, yeah, particularly given that you you know are, are entering this space as a newbie. What
1: has that been like for you? It has been tough. That's the honest truth. Like Doing something for so long, and like you said, being a name, to now being basically unknown in this mm-hmm. field, right? Um, on top of it, the layer of all of my circle is completely not in coaching, right? So all of the business people I used to know and do business with, are looking at me like what are you doing like what what is this like i have like it's almost like you have no credibility you have to build that back up so i started from zero um and coming from something where you're on top of your game to starting back at zero that's humbling (laughs) that is humbling girl that is humbling girl let me tell you (laughs) however yeah However, for me, it was like, like I said before, it was really looking at what is my purpose and what is my deep belief for my life. And when I was able to go through all of that work of really figuring out my insecurities, really seeing where they come from, because sometimes it's just your programming, right? Sometimes it's the opinion of others. Sometimes it's the opinion on yourself and really doing the work on dismantling that and really getting to the root of what is my life? What do I want to contribute? What is my purpose? And what is my mission? I am all in. So no matter what happens, I am all in. And you know what? People will see that. They will see that I am all in and I'm genuinely in for this mission. And I deeply believe that. I do. I really deeply believe that. So when we say there's tons of coaches and it's it's like tough, right? It can be. be Yeah. I just deeply believe in my mission completely. It's all of me. And I think if you have that, that's a good thing.
0: For sure. And what was it like you know, you didn't just change careers, but you're back at school at 41. I mean, this is, yeah. your, this is a deep commitment you're making. And so what has that process been like?
1: Wow, that was interesting, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Uh, just getting back to like going to class, obviously it was an online school, but like, you know, like getting to class and doing homework and like getting all my assignments done, like at 41, that's like, whoa brings you right back <laughs> brings you right back but i loved it so much because i was so invested in learning about my new craft that for me i i loved every single moment of that certification every single moment i loved all the classes i learned so much i just invested myself i made a promise with myself that if i, if I was going to do this i was going to do it to the fullest capacity and learn as much as i could because, like my prior job, I want to be, I want to help as many people as possible. And in order to do that, I have to be as as seasoned as possible, as quickly as possible, right? So for mm-hmm. me, it was, I'm going to engulf myself in this learning. Like, I'm just going to learn everything I can about how to help people. And at, in, at the same time, discover myself and how to help myself. So it's kind of like... It was kind of awesome. I have to say, I loved it. (laughs) I really did. Like it was kind of, at the beginning, I was like, oof, it's scary. But I was like, I love it. I just loved it. I did.
0: And what was one of the biggest things that you learned about yourself in that process?
1: Oh my God, great question. Um, I learned that I'm so much more resilient than I thought I was. Mm. I learned that being my own boss is really what I should have always done. I feel like I hate saying should have because every lesson is a journey to get me to where I am. But I feel like this is my right spot. Mm -hmm. I feel like being my own boss and the creator of my own destiny is something that I'm actually really comfortable in. And I never thought I was. I, I had a paycheck forever. Since I was right out of school, I never have to worry about making a paycheck every week right like Mm -hmm. i was in a company that was thriving and it was like it was awesome and now here i was in my home office with no security (laughs) no financial security whatsoever in the sense of like i don't have an income coming in Mm -hmm. however i learned that creating my own destiny fuels me more than anything else Um, so that's what I think I learned the most about myself. I'm I'm really capable of being there for me and creating what I want to create for myself in my future. And I believe that a thousand percent.
0: Oh, I love the idea of being capable of being there for yourself. Like what a lesson to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're just you must be unstoppable at this point.
1: I'm unstoppable (laughs) you know in life you only have yourself yes you have a spouse maybe you have a boyfriend girlfriend you have parents you have children that's awesome but in the end when you're in a room by yourself that's who you have if you don't love you more than other people love you that's tough Mm -hmm. you gotta love you the most you gotta love you the most and that's not being selfish because if you love you the most and you care about your happiness everything around you will be happy And I think when I, when I coach clients, I feel like that becomes an issue. It's like, it feels selfish to think about and put yourself as a priority, Mm -hmm. but it's quite the opposite because in the end, being the best version of you, being the happiest version of you means being the best and happiest version for everyone around you. But it starts with you. You only have you. So true. So, so true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So both of us have a background in marketing. And so again, a little selfishly, curious to know, since you made this shift and it, you know, you left pretty much all business contacts behind because it was a completely different industry. Yeah. What was marketing yourself as a coach like? How did you go about that?
1: Oh that's a great question. <laughs> you know, being being an entrepreneur is so different when you're an entrepreneur for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I used to work with an incredible staff of 45 people who were smart, creative, innovative, so good and motivated at their craft. And I had 45 incredible people working with me as a team. Now I'm I'm here by myself trying to market one myself, which is completely different, and by myself. So I'm my own graphic artist, I'm my own manager i'm my own like brand person ambassador i'm my own everything Mm -hmm. basically so that's been different i would say challenging but because i'm so rooted so deeply into my purpose i feel like whatever i put out there is really authentically me so in the end it's okay Mm -hmm. and if we're talking about specifically marketing as like an actual work, I try so many things. I just go out there and I try stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've really utilized social media. I've really tried to build a community around what, I, what my mission is, of course. And I mean, not everything works. That's the honest truth. Not everything works. Not everyone cares. You know, that's a big one. Not everyone cares. That Which is was, like, like, that's a tough I, pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. Especially coming from somewhere where everyone cared about what I said every single day, every single word. Everyone wanted to be my friend, right? Mm-hmm. I was such an important person to have in your life because you needed something from me that was like awesome for sure. Entertainment's amazing. And now going to a, a craft where it's completely different and not everyone cares. And being okay with that, swallowing that pill and being okay with that is tough. It's tough. But my eyes are completely focused in. Mm -hmm. So when I have that, like, of course, I have that inch of doubt, you know, like some days it's harder than others. I always go back to this is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to be. And it's all going to work out. Yeah. That
0: in itself must be fulfilling because the people who needed you before, you know, to your point, needed you, yeah. for, they wanted you for something. There was, there was something that they wanted, uh, you know, whether it was yeah. tickets or advice or, or, you know, friendship because yeah. you can open doors. And now it's like, they, they genuinely like need you on a, on an
1: internal level. I love that so much, Samantha, by the way, what you just said, yeah. it's completely incredible. Like, It's exactly what it's about. Like, people actually need me, for real, Mm -hmm. myself, to help guide them for their happiness, for their life, for themselves to be well. That beats any concert, any day for me. That is everything to me. Everything and more.
0: So for those who are embarking on a change, who could use a little bit of a confidence boost, is there... A tip or an exercise, or even a bit of advice that you can leave with them to feel that they are indeed capable of making this shift. Yeah.
1: I think the first thing would definitely be to really be self aware and listen to the stories that are going on between your ears. Mm. Because, you know, people tell themselves stories, right? Like, always. (laughs) Good or bad, factual or wrong. There's constant imagination going on in your head. So I would say if you are embarking on a journey of change, embrace it all. Feel the fear, feel like figure out all of the thoughts that are going through your head. Really be self aware. Where do they stand? Do they stand in a positive column, in a negative column? Are they factual? Are they emotional? Where are you in your mindset? And I would say, I think one really good um, tool and strategy that I work with in my programs are really working on self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm. And for those of you who don't know what that is, you know, you create a belief for yourself. And then that belief influences an expectation that you have, which then influences a behavior that you pose, which then influences a result, which confirms the belief. So like in the end, whatever thoughts that you have within yourself creates the beliefs about yourself. And if those beliefs, if you're self-aware about those beliefs are not in a positive column, then there's work to do in shifting those perceptions and beliefs. So I would say just being really self-aware and honest is really the first step to anything. So
0: if we've got yeah. people listening that are like, hell yeah, this is what I need in my life, yeah. Sandra, coach me. Where can they find yeah. you? How could they learn more about your programs?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, you can <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, of course, on all the social platforms. I need LinkedIn with my name, Instagram with my name. Uh, I have a private group on Facebook, which is Coach Sandra's Thrive Hive. You can come on in. I let everybody in. I'm so excited. I want everybody <laughs> to join us such a cool community we get uh you know we talk about all kinds of cool stuff um and you can definitely send me an email at coachsandrarenaldi at gmail.com my program is transformative if you are ready if you are ready mm. to do the work if you are ready to do the work commit and be curious about your life and who you are i will guide you there
0: Awesome. Sandra, I commend you so much for answering your call to change. And I wish you a ton of success on this new journey. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today.
1: Oh, Samantha, thank you so much.
0: Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Catalyst with Samantha Chris. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time. I hope you're feeling a little more equipped to lean into the unknown and take inspired action.